0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning is one of those great mornings to kind of think and meditate and reflect on the most important aspects of our lives. Family is such a critical piece, and and the moment you begin talking about family, you see people's heads kind of go down and, and their eyes kind of close and Some go back to warm pictures of family. They go back to a a video that runs in their minds of growing up. Some can hear their father's voice on their shoulder. You begin to talk about family. Some people go to a very warm place. Some go to a very difficult place. Still others of us reflect about the critical role that fathers play in the lives of of children and that adult men play in a family system. And so we reflect for a few moments on our roles in the lives of family and children and children's children and the big family of God the church. And this morning we get to think about church a little bit too. we got a lot going on in our in our congregation. A lot of things to kind of sort through. We've got vacation Bible school coming. We've we've got a, a bunch of people coming to campus. We'll have almost a thousand people on campus tomorrow morning. We have children from all over Orange County. Our summer day camp is full and exploding. Our Preschool is full for the summer. There's a lot going on. There's a lot happening. We even get to start a new sermon series today. This summer, we're going to work our way through Luke's gospel and, 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 and pick up big pieces like the piece today from Luke chapter 8. And then in our own lives, there's stuff going on, lots and lots of stuff. Work goes on, family goes on, responsibility goes on. We may be able to find a time of rest and vacation, a a little bit of renewal. There's There's a lot happening. There's a lot going on. And while that's true, there's also the reality of figuring out and prioritizing that in our lives, which is the most important. And as you are in this beautiful sanctuary this morning, you may look around and it's pretty clear what the most important piece is. Family, family is the most important piece. Your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, your nieces and nephews, those with whom God has chosen and appointed you to be in a system, in a family. I'm always amazed that when you go to work with a family and they're struggling, they're getting to the, getting to the end of the line. The, the father never rolls over and, and says, you know what? I wish before I go to be with the Lord Jesus, I wish I would have worked more. It's then when life narrows into this little piece, into this narrow pathway, that people realize the significance of living in a home and a family and the people they love the most in the world being right there with them. Family. Happy Father's Day. In our text this morning, we, we've got this marvelous picture of Jesus as powerful and strong defeating the, the legion of demons. You have a good news brought to the people in the backwater of this place in the middle of nowhere and the application of this text to our lives I'm going to bring back to you in about 15 minutes when I'm done preaching. But for a moment I want you to think about family. About who raised you and who loved you. About who you love and who you Every time I get in the car, I I have a little joke that I either say to myself Or I'll either say to everyone who is lucky enough to be in earshot And when the car doors open, I get in, I'm typically one of the first ones in the car It's not often that they have to wait for old dad to get, get going It's kind of my thing to get up and get the air conditioner running and get things going So when the door is open, I always laugh to myself and say when is a door not a door? And the answer is when it's a jar. When, it's a jar. <laughs> when is a door not a door? When it's a jar. And sometimes my family is lucky enough and fortunate enough when I get in the truck and, and, I'll, and I'll go, well, What is a door not a door? And they'll go, Well, when it's a jar, ha ha, Papa. Dad jokes. Either I smile to myself or I get a groan from the back seat. That's part of being a dad. That's part of being a father. That's kind of how it works. I remember when my children were very little, when our, Barb and I's children, were were little. Car seats and Happy Meals, diapers and formula, prayers before bed. We were so busy and had so much to do with little kids who had so many demands. We were so busy just keeping... Clothing on them and keeping up with their little lives. It was a time of hugs and kisses, of first words and and, and quick growth where you put the little shoes on and then two weeks later the shoes didn't fit and it was $12 for another pair of shoes. But holding them and loving them and cuddling with them and calming them when their tears squirted out of their eyes for God only knows what reason. The changes from rolling over, to crawling, to walking, to running, from silence, to cooing, from cooing to words, from words to those years in younger families with little children. Those are great. Those are great years. And in those years, the fathers are working together to pull together a life, to get a down payment for a house, To make sure that the family has everything they need. And in this stage, the needs are so immediate. And the issues are are right in front of you. Of taking care of children. Of building a career. Of making sure that everybody has what they need. To basically kind of make it from day to day. Fathers in this stage of life have a lot on their shoulders. That either is put upon them by family system and responsibility. Or that they just feel. Because that's. What it is to be a dad. And they figure out their way through the pressure and the decisions. And they feel their way through and they figure it out and they do the best they can. And those young families. What a joy it is to see those young dads. Those young men seeking to do their very best to lead their homes in the way of Jesus and the Middle Ages of life. There's so many blessings in that as well. The bank account goes from zero when you're young to having a little, maybe a little extra margin on that. Issues of career sort out, typically, fellas. Routines are established. Decisions you've made a hundred times, so you kind of get it. If they say, well, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? You say, we're going to islands, and we're getting to kill away, and this is how it's going to be. You don't have to sit and negotiate anymore. You know how it works. And the fathers and the families participate actively in the lives of their children Coaching, cheering, encouraging, and helping children figure out their value system and reinforcing those value systems with every conversation that we have around a table, around a Happy Meal, around a Chicken McNugget value pack. The value of knowing Jesus and Jesus being permeated and saturated in our homes and families. And the kids begin to repeat those values. They begin to live those values out. They begin to come to you with questions about faith and life that you have answers for. Some of your proudest moments as a dad is in this middle age of life. As junior high gives way to high school and high school to college and young adulthood. And then on to those stages of supporting adult children. Building fathers on the foundation that we've made in the early and the middle stage in my family life i think the later stage is filled with fulfillment our children are adults they make adult decisions and figure out adult things for themselves they're bright loving faithful silly and responsible Many of us in this service particular are are in this stage of family life. And I think we would all agree that grandchildren are absolutely the best gift in the history of the world. Having the joy of seeing a new generation arrive upon the scene and what that means and how that works. There's nothing better than having my grandson go by everybody else in the house and yell at the top of his voice, Papa, Papa, Papa. And then he stands there at the couch, puts his arms up, you grab him and squeeze him. And while those squeezes are the best, there's something deeper and richer in this stage of family and life. There's a joy in seeing a new generation arrive and the value system of faith in Jesus Christ being delivered in to that next generation. There's joy and meaning. In seeing my son and his wife become a fine, fine family. Good husband. Good dad dad. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You know what it means. You know the richness and the depth and the meaning that comes in family. Nobody says at the end of their life, as I mentioned earlier, I wish I had five more days to work. People say, who's in the room? And you say, your family. And that's enough. The energy for families is faith in Jesus Christ. It's faith that energizes in those early years. It's faith that helps us persevere in those middle years and make it through those middle years where the children get their mouths kind of hooked up to their muscles in their jaw, but the brain isn't quite hooked in yet. But it's faith that leads us to a deep satisfaction in the later stages of our lives when everything doesn't need to be said or completely reasoned through because of the richness and the depth of experience and understanding that we have. In our text today, Dr. Luke makes a point, and we're going to work through Dr. Luke for about the next eight weeks or so. Luke delivers it to us today, and don't get lost in the weeds on this. Don't get lost in the pigs and the number and all the stuff. You could pull this down and say, yeah, economically this. Don't get lost in the weeds on this piece of Jesus' life. The point is this, that Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and that the authority that He has is the authority over evil and the authority of the powers in this world. In essence, He gives us the energy to overcome day by day and bit by bit in homes and families. And so we take His grace at each stage at the cent- and at the center of our lives. Early on, we teach our children and live in our families, learning about forgiveness... In a culture that says if you sin or if you offend, you're out. In our homes and families, we say we love you and we forgive you and we work together. And it's those homes and those families that have Christ at the center. And forgiveness is a core value. Not just spoken of but lived out. That provides a platform for children to be raised with great security and great love it's grace that allows families to be pliable and to come back from painful seasons without that forgiveness there's a rigidity that breaks people but with jesus christ in our homes and families there's given the ability to forgive others and fathers to be able to forgive ourselves and to step back and say god's own child i gladly say it i am baptized into Christ. As a father, I've had my share of mistakes, of overstating things, of being inappropriate times, of doing things I shouldn't have done, and, and not stepping up when I could have stepped up. But as surely as Jesus came, overcame evil that day, he also overcomes my sins, our sins. And provides that we live by grace and not by judgment. For sometimes in our weakest moments, we provide the most clarity for our children as we exercise and live in forgiveness. Jesus overcame, and the faith and the authority that is ours through faith in Him is that which energizes and puts the focus on Christ in our family. A focus on Him in raising your family will not disappoint you, but will always leave you with a sense of hope as you grow together in your family. When is a door, when is a door not a door? Each one of your families has this silly stuff, right? Each one of your families has this little silly things. Little things that you do, little things that you say. That's just one from me. There's lots of stuff that if I told you I'd get in trouble for, but I hope today that you reflect a little bit and if you have the opportunity in the context, that you would take the opportunity to tell some stories about your faith and your family. I like stories about my paternal grandfather, Grandpa Vern. I like stories of him being born in a farmhouse. I like stories of him not having a real education. I like stories of him working till his pension, but then being fired about a month before his pension came due and the company coming to him at about my age, 56, 57, and saying, sorry, Vern, the farmer's store is broke and there's no pension. And he went to work in an outdoor lumber yard in Northern Wisconsin. I have those stories and you, you have yours. I hope that as you celebrate in your families today, whether that is an external situation with all sorts of burgers and steaks or whatever you have, or if it's simply a moment to remember and give thanks to God for your dad or for being a dad that god would give you a sense of gratitude for your family and the marvelous work that he's done in and through the family that brought you to where you're at today in the name of jesus amen